What's good, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Bonzer Podcast with me, your favorite host, your favorite voisin, Jeff D. My voisin. Tonight, my show is going to be entitled The Lake Show? Question mark. Uh, we're going to get into why that is. Um, we're going to talk about NBA free agency, um, Hall of Fame game recap between the Steelers and the Cowboys. Um, welcome back, fans. Um, we're going to talk about the gold medal game, USA versus France, a recap. Um, Josh Allen signs his extension. Xavier Howard reworks his deal in Miami. Um, Dodgers versus Astros. Um, <clears throat> we're going to talk a bit about the vaccine. Why is it necessary to take one to, or to even get a vaccine? We're going to talk about gun violence. You know, instead of a um, a solution, let's start with the pro- start with why the gun violence is. But first off, I want to say. Thanks to my listeners for listening. Um, again, if you're a first-time listener, hit that subscribe button. And if you've been listening for a long time, I want to thank you. So first things first, let's get into NBA free agency. Um, Lakers, the Lake Show, as they've been called now. Um, they made a lot of moves this offseason. Um, they've jettisoned a lot of guys, uh, notably Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. While bringing in a lot of veterans, and I do mean veterans using that word rather hard in this one, they brought in Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, Trevor Reza, Malik Monk, Kent Bazemore, Kendrick Nunn. This all sounds good, but except most of these guys are older, if not past the age of 30. Westbrook being 32 or 33, Carmelo's 36, Howard's 35. Reza 36. Kent Bazemore's 31. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of experience, a lot of gritty vets on this team, you know. I mean with Westbrook he brings he's gonna be the probably if if not maybe before it's all said and done the number one option. Considering LeBron's missed a lot of games. Anthony Davis injury history has been spotty at best. Um but what he does bring is a caveat with that. He's turnover prone. But he brings you triple doubles. Not a great shooter, as I said in the last episode. So it'll be interesting to see how this, the makeup of this team. Um, Carmelo Anthony, he's a role player at this stage of his career. He shoots 41% from the three-point line. Dwight Howard, another big body on the inside. Most likely be the starting center, maybe backup center. Trevor Ariza brings in defense. The only two guys on this list that really you can get excited about are Malik Monk and Kendrick Nunn. Malik Monk, he takes the place pretty much of Kyle Kuzma. Young, he offers, well, Malik Monk and Kendrick Nunn offer two things the Lakers don't have right now. Other than Horton Tucker, which is youth and outside shooting. Monk, he can shoot shoot the three. He averaged 11 points a game in Charlotte last year. Kendrick Nunn, who's shown that he could be a lead dog in Miami. Um... And you got Horton Tucker, who's a very intriguing piece. They didn't want to give him up for Kyle Lowry, and the Lakers are right for doing that. So it'll be interesting to see how the makeup of this team go into the season, how they construct this roster. I mean, I just want to see how all the pieces are going to fit. So now we go to NBA free agency. Um, obviously, Lonzo Ball did a sign-and-trade deal um, from the Pelicans to the Bulls. It's a four-year deal. In the neighborhood of eighty something million dollars, I think it's a good trade for the Bulls. I mean, they've really 
in my opinion, one free agency, them and the Miami Heat getting DeMar DeRozan um, also. So now you potentially have Lonzo Ball, starting point guard, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, um, Nikola Vucevic, if they re-sign Larry Markkinen. That's a big if. But that's a team who can make some noise in the East. Um, Kevin Durant, he re-signed with the Nets, four years, $198 million. Um, Kawhi Leonard obviously deciding to stay. He's going to miss most of the season with the repairing his ACL tear. Um, you know, you got even the, I mean, Iguodala re- uh, going back to Golden State. That's a big move. Kelly Oubre going to the Hornets on a two-year deal. Um, there's so many big moves that have been made. Julius Randle re-signing with the, the Knicks for five years, 140. Um, it's not not a lot of big moves, but there's some, you know, some moves that are really, whoa. Like uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, he signs a three-year, $62 million deal and a sign-and-trade deal with the Nets. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge, he's seriously considering returning to the NBA. So that that's, you know, it's a great sight to see, you know, after his career was almost prematurely cut short. So I hope he makes that comeback. Um, so, yeah, uh, Victor Oladipo signs a one-year deal with the, with the Miami Heat. Uh, Kemba Walker, ever, he, um, he did a buyout with Oklahoma City. Now he signs with um, the New York Knicks. A lot of interesting moves. Jimmy Butler re-signing with the Heat. Um, Chris, I said earlier, Kyle, Kyle Lowry doing a sign trade deal with the with the Miami Heat. So we got um you know a lot of a lot of big time moves. Um, Trey Young re-signing, John Collins re-signing. You know, Hawks kept two of their their young core guys were part of their young core. So, I mean, it's a little tough to hand out free agent grades. Because you don't know how the season will play out. You, well, you just have to wait till after the season. Then I can give my free agent grades. But from what I've seen, a lot of teams made some good moves. Um, a lot of teams, they've played the long game. Um, a lot of guys signed short-term deals. Um, see if they can hit in free agency next season. Don't know what the free agent class is going to look like. But, um, you know, a lot of smart signings. A lot of underrated signings, too. So this will, you know, this uh, figures to be a very interesting season, the 75th anniversary also of the NBA, or they'll be named the 75 greatest players in NBA history. So we can't wait to see that. Also, the Knicks have a new, have their uh, homage to the 75th anniversary, the Celtics, the Golden State Warriors. So a lot to look forward to. Also, NBA Summer League started today um, in Las Vegas. Uh, got to see a bit of Cade Cunningham. Got to see a bit of uh, Jello Ball. I mean, he looks like a guy who could potentially, potentially, I'm not sure, make the Hornets roster. So, yeah, there's something that I, that I hope happens because, you know, I really want to see how, how he plays in the league going forward. All right, so now we go into the Hall of Fame game. The Steelers and the Cowboys. Obviously, Steelers won 16-3. You know, a lot of the first-teamers didn't play, so it was mostly a lot of young guys, undrafted rookies, you know, second, third-teamers. Um, from what I liked in that game from my Cowboys, if you didn't know, the Cowboys are my favorite team. Of course, Dak didn't play. 
Um, Zeke didn't play. A lot of the starters didn't play. Um, I love the defense. Micah Parsons picking up that fumble. Um, the backup quarterback, Ben DiNucci, played very well. He showed that, you know, hey, he got, he showed why he could be the number two quarterback going forward. The secondary, I like the secondary. I like what Dan Quinn has brought to the defense. They've got a little bit more juice now, a little bit more athleticism in that secondary. So I'm calling it right now. Dallas Cowboys will make the playoffs. I know I got a couple of friends of mine, you know, one of my good friends, he's an Eagles fan. Another one of my good friends, uh, they're twin boys. They, um, they like the Giants. So, you know, there'll be a lot of trash talking going on this season. So I'll be ready for it. So next we switch to the Olympics, uh, the gold medal game, uh, USA against uh, France. It was a tightly contested game, despite what people may tell you. Um, to me, USA didn't dominate the whole game. They, they, they made their run in the third quarter, but France, they were pesky. I mean, they were killing U.S. in a high pick and roll with Rudy Gobert setting the screen, then he'd roll to the basket. I mean, they were, he finished with 16 points, but couldn't make the free throws when it counted. Durant had 29 points. He finally had some help from Jason Tatum, Drew Holiday, um, Damian Lillard. Um, they, what I could say, this might have been the most hard-fought Olympics I've seen the U.S. play in a while. This is where I could say, okay, the U.S.A. actually, they had to go through some adversity. Going, what they had to do in the preliminary round, losing to France that first game. You know, everybody's um, questioning, hey, can this team really gel together and they did and Kevin Durant shows why he could he could possibly play uh, replace LeBron as the best player in the world I and mean, he's shown why he's the best player in the world the guy can he's one of those 50 40 90 guys 50% field goal shooter 40% from the three 90% from the free throw line I mean he could do it all I'm not sure about his defense but hey he could do it all Next up, we're going to move to the NFL news. Um, Josh Allen signs a record extension. Uh, six years, $258 million in Buffalo to stay in Buffalo through the 2028 season. It's $150 million guaranteed, the highest paid player in NFL history. I mean, rightfully so. 37 touchdowns, uh, 4,600 yards passing. I mean, he's their franchise quarterback. This guy has like a meteoric rise. It's your classic rags to riches story. You know, he he was under-recruited, which I don't know how that happens, especially where he's from, in a state like California. He gets recruited by accident to Wyoming from a JUCO, only because the coach at Wyoming was there to see his teammate, ends up recruiting Allen, too. Goes to Wyoming. Everybody kills the Bills for trading up to get him. He has a okay rookie season. A very good second year, an even better third year. I mean, phenomenal, phenomenal. And he's also endeared himself to the Buffalo community. So now going forward, how does this set the precedent for Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield contract extension coming up? Because they're both due large extensions. That remains to be seen. But I love what the Bills are doing. They're building this team, you know, obviously in the trenches. And then you got a tremendous quarterback, a dynamic player on the outside, Stephon Diggs. I'm not sure what they're going to do at running back, um, Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, but I love the makeup of that team. Darius Leonard signs a new extension with the Colts, uh, five years, $99.5 million, uh, $52 million guaranteed. I mean, this guy's the heart and soul of that defense. 
they don't call him the maniac for no reason. So um, a well-deserved payday for Darius Leonard. And hopefully the Colts, they, they can go past the first round of the playoffs this year. Um, Xavier Howard, he reworked his deal in Miami. Now he's the highest paid corner. Rightfully so. I, um, This whole thing, I, it's hard to say because he had a five-year deal. And after the first year, he led the league in interceptions. Should have been defensive player of the year, in my opinion. As I've said in the past, he should have been defensive player of the year. Um, Byron Jones making more money him more money than him didn't have nearly of a good year as he did. But Howard said earlier he wanted to get traded. Now he's got his money. Now he's happy. So let bygones be bygones on that. So now we switch to Major League Baseball. Astros and Dodgers. Uh, this is a rivalry that has spanned all of, what, three years now? Well, two, three years now? And hit the climax in the World Series. So, all of a sudden, now it's become a heated rivalry. Obviously, with the, you know, the, the sign-stealing scandal, the Joe Kelly incident, um... You know, we look. All I can say, I I didn't appreciate how the how the Astros handled the situation, the whole sign stealing thing. You know, the remorse or lack thereof. You know, the Dodgers they got their they got their revenge. Joe Kelly hitting Bregman, then taunting Carlos Correa. I mean, I think it's good for baseball. You know, now obviously the Astros are getting their just due with all the booing. You know, everybody's booing them. You know. It's um, it's a bit of a how should I say a poetic justice in my opinion, but I can't if they meet in the World Series again, part two, it'll be very interesting to see what'll happen. If Joe Kelly's there, he's he still hasn't served his eight game suspension, so we'll all see how that plays out. So next up, the final two subjects I will talk about in this podcast is getting the vaccine now as we can see some people are dying so many people our neighbors whoever family members are dying because of this people i just want to say i can't stress this enough please 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 put your mask on take the vaccine it could save your life Fifty thousand people have over fifty thousand people have died since the pandemic has started I mean, there's a couple of reasons why you should take the vaccine. First, it keeps you healthy. Second, it's important for your overall health as your diet and exercise. It's a life and death thing. It also keeps you safe and those around you safe too when you get vaccinated. I know you have a lot of people who say they don't want to get vaccinated because they're unsure. Trust me, I, was, I had that same, that same notion. But I got vaccinated July 4th weekend. Well, the first one was couple weeks before July 4th and then I got vaccinated on July 4th weekend same as my mom and we're better for it but please people do the right thing for yourself for your family and for your community next up my final well not my final but I want to talk about gun violence um I I don't get it what's what's gone on with people in this gun violence I mean I was looking at an article and it showed the top at least the top five cities 
top four cities that have, you know, rise in gun violence. They're Memphis, Chicago, Los Angeles, Washington, D.C. It's weird because all four of those cities have a large African-American population. I, I, it's hard to say what, what's the root of it. I mean, I would think is stress, anger, social media, the COVID-19 pandemic. I mean, so many things that, that can contribute to the gun violence. You know, people just not know how to talk out their problems, um, not know how to control their anger. It's just crazy to me how people could just, just flip a switch and then they could pull out a gun. It's funny, me and a coworker were talking a couple um, couple of days ago we were like man you don't you rarely see people fight anymore they all of a sudden as soon as they get angry they want to pull out a gun and folks i tell you there's got to be a better way for us to handle our anger there's got to be a better way for us to channel our anger um talk to talk to a friend uh pray about it um do whatever you can um, get a punching bag whatever you can but don't try to take someone's life just because you're upset that's all that's all. Just think before you act. Because once you act, you cannot take it back. Once somebody you take somebody's life, you cannot take it back. And once we do that, we'll be better off. We'll be better for it. So um, that again ends my podcast. And oh, before I before I end it, I wanted to give a um, I want to give a shout out to my boy uh, Benoit man, Bat Benoit Samoku man. He's been working hard man finished school uh he's working taking care of his mom so i just wanted to give him a quick shout out man that's my guy man my my little brother right there so uh keep doing your thing benoit yeah so is if this like a like i said earlier if this is your first time listening hit that subscribe button if you like what you heard and if you've been a long time listener i want to thank you thank you for listening thank you for you know, pushing me to be great because each time you guys listen, it's pushing me to do more content, more authentic content for you guys. And then again, you guys have a great Sunday evening and I'll see you next week. Yeah.